Well, it's been quite the week in motorsport world for our Kiwis on the world stage with Scott Dixon breaking records in Indianapolis and uh, putting himself in title contention with three weeks to go in the IndyCar. Meanwhile, Shane Van Gisbergen finished 10th in his second NASCAR Cup Series start as he eyes a return to Australia to compete in the next round of the V8 Supercars at Talem Bend. Uh, Greg Murphy is uh, with us again this morning as he is uh, regularly now on a Tuesday, which is great. Uh, to talk about the feats of uh, both these men's as well as talking other things uh, motorsport. Good morning to you, Murph. Uh, Scott Dixon broke two records on Sunday morning. He now holds the Ironman record of 319 straight IndyCar starts and has extended his record of consecutive years uh, with a race win to 19. That is phenomenal. Oh, I think that probably is a word that um, yeah, should be used. I've run out of superlatives. Forum Smithy, I mean, it just keeps coming, um, you know, in his early 40s and uh, still is as competitive, still is driven um, and probably smarter than any other driver in the field. Uh, his drive on the weekend was, was masterful, just absolutely masterful. Um, the bloke is a machine, absolutely the Iceman. Uh, and I, you know, put it out there, I think he's, he's maybe... You know, if not one, our greatest bloody sports person uh, for the longevity of what he's been doing this for um, at the mm. highest level, still winning 19 years of, of winning a race in that championship and winning championships and, and everything else. Um, you know, it, it, he is so committed. His commitment to the sport still and his work ethic uh, is second, absolutely dead set second to none. So, you know, I take my hat off to him and so should, so should every Kiwi. Yeah, we're, I, I think um, the more, I mean, I don't know about more publicity, but because we, you know, we focus on him a lot yeah. and the recognition has got to come at the higher level, I'm afraid. But, uh, you know, if you look, if we look back to the last weekend in particular, I mean, you spin out on the opening lap, you go through and yeah. win the race. I mean, how hard is that? Yeah, well, I, I, we need, probably need a lot of time to ex- explain how hard that is, but but his skill set um, around being able to read a race, um, you know, considering how, how many laps were actually green laps as well, that means he had to have, uh, and he's, he's known for it, he had to save an immense amount of fuel while still driving very fast. 
uh, because at the end of the day, uh, it's it's pit stops that um, you know uh, determine the strategy and, and how long you know you're spending in the pits uh, will will have a huge bearing on on the outcome. So he ended up doing a two stop strategy, which which was believed could be done, but uh, no one I, there's no other driver in the field that could have done it the way he did it, um, considering how he had to handle. Um, uh, saving fuel and also drive at a pace that was was at the front, you know, at front of the pack, and then um, withstand uh, you know the pressure there at the end from from Graham Rahal, who has you know gone a long time without a win and was just so desperate uh, with probably the fastest car on the track. So, you know, there's, there's, but if anyone's going to handle pressure from behind. Um, then there's a lot of guys that do it very well. Um, Scott's probably right at the top of the list. So, yeah, just just phenomenal. I think he's quite blown away by the um, by the results. Uh, but he just uh, he just keeps just giving us reasons to shake our heads. To be honest, yeah, he certainly does. Probably probably gone the the chance of the championship win this year. I think Alex mm-hmm. Belau now 101 points ahead. With yep. uh, three races to go, which would mean a lot of um, engine failure for Palau, basically, and yep. and podium yep. finishes for Dixon. So probably gone this time round. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, and and when you're talking about talent, um, you know, Alex Palau is is uh, is right up there. You know, and 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 a lot of his peers are, are talking about his his uh, prowess behind the, the the steering wheel of a racing car and how good he is. And he and he has had a, a brilliant season. As well, um, and things fall his way, but he, he's incredibly fast, um, and uh, you know and that's that's why Chip Canessi um, has been in a bit of a stoush of recent times uh, to retain his services moving forward, and a bit of that played out last week uh, with with um, some um, backwards and forwards between Zach Brown at, at McLaren and uh, Chip Ganassi around who had rights to his services. So that got, that's been a little bit messy and, and uh, destabilising, um, but uh, it's uh, pretty pretty certain now that um, Alex Pillow is, is going to be retained at Chip Ganassi Racing and, and uh, will be teammates again next year with, with Scott. Um, so, you know, Chip Ganassi is doing a, an amazing job there uh, with... with the, the talent that he's got in those cars, including obviously Mark Armstrong from from New Zealand, who's who's been sort of threatening um, over the last well the, the season uh, to to actually get that result. Um, he again had uh, an unfortunate situation there. He was involved in that first lap incident that saw Scott um, go to the back of the field and damage to Marcus's car, really put him out of the race after starting in uh, I think seventh on the grid. So that was really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But we're we're awaiting a great result from Marcus, and and, and trust me, it, it's going to come. And the other uh, piece of the puzzle too, Scott McLaughlin uh, finished eight at the weekend, but fourth overall. Yep. This is on the back of uh, being the top rookie uh, last time around. What a sense! I mean, this can't go unnoticed. This is a sensational performance from Scott McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and it's sort of one of those things. He's sort of a little bit been overshadowed by his countrymen, and, um, a, you know, a few times. I mean, Scott's had a, a win this year. He was incredibly fast at Nashville. Um, you know. By all count, really should have won that. He was the fastest car there, but uh, again, strategy sort of just played a little bit against him. Um, and you know, Penske's been a little bit up and down, a little more than I would have expected this year. But the Penske's at the weekend at uh, Indianapolis uh, weren't the best they should have been by any means. I think Scott started um, he started eleventh, tenth or eleventh, uh, further back and best of the Penske's as well. So you know, that was they've they've had a, a real sort of reasonably inconsistent kind of performances across the board being very, very strong in um, certain places like street courses and some of the ovals. But 
but some of the road course stuff, they haven't been as fast as they should have been. So, you know, Scotty's had a, a, a up and down kind of year, but still fourth in the championship at the moment um, is, is super impressive, and and he has just got so much more to to still uh, for us and and to make us proud of. So, you know, uh, yeah, he should be he should be proud of what he's doing, but I'm sure he he knows he could be further up and close to the front of this championship. Myth, uh, this time last week we spoke to you about uh, supercar racing and you said it needed something, it needed an injection and it, was, uh, it looked not, not so much boring as such but it just needed a, something else to spark it a wee bit. Uh, lo and behold, uh, Shane Van Gisbergen echoed your thoughts during the week uh, saying it was, he basically said it was boring at the moment. Uh, uh, here's a bloke who can go anywhere, do anything it seems, uh, NASCAR, uh, etc., uh, but when he speaks, people should listen, shouldn't they? Yep. Oh, absolutely. Um, he took the opportunity, yeah, with um, actually Dale Hart uh, Jr. on his podcast in America. That gets a fair bit of attention and um, and had a bit of a crack. I mean, you know, he's he's conflicted big time because he, he still loves supercars. He loves what it's about, you know, and, and would he be doing what he's doing and heading off overseas if he, uh, you know, thought that the championship was in a in a different situation and, and he was enjoying his driving. He made very good comments. It's worth reading um, if you'd like to sort of uh, focus in on, on exactly what he was talking about because it is about the, the, the enjoyment of driving the race car more so for him and, and, and things that have changed with the Gen 3 car this year which have taken away probably some of the things that he's very, very good at um, and manipulating uh, within the car during a race and when things change, when tyre life changes, all this kind of stuff. He's he's incredible at manipulating tools. And those tools are being taken away, and we're talking just you know mechanical stuff that you're allowed to do and change in the car uh, on the fly. Some of that stuff's gone now, which which for him is, is sort of dulled it down a little bit. Um, so would he, if, if, if he still had all those tools and he was still in loving the racing like he had been, would he be leaving? I'm not sure, but he probably still should because what he's done in America, you know, and what he's capable of doing over there, you know, from, um, from a selfish perspective, I want to see him go and do stuff um, like that in the States and, and showcase his, his, his skills. So, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting, and I hope that supercars do take notice and th- the, the things that he's talking about should be listened to. There's a whole lot of people that think they're experts out there that are manipulating and have have uh, too much control over what, the direction of supercars that shouldn't have any more. Um, they should be listening to people like Shane and other drivers, Chaz Mostert and Brody Kostecki and all these guys that are, that are actually doing it day in, day out um, and are the attraction for many of the fans watching. Um, I know, um, you know, I heard you talking about rugby before there too. You know, there's, there's not enough listening and, and uh, to the, the right people to make better decisions about our sports to ensure that the fans are still getting everything they need uh, from it and continue to enjoy it at the level that they have done in the past. Well, interesting name coming back to uh, Bathurst, uh, we're told, and uh, Simona de, de Silvestro back after four years to team up with the Dick Johnson racing team. I, I, I rate Simona big time. It's great news. Um, she is she is just one hell of a competitor. Uh, um, you know, one of the, the best uh, female talents you'll find anywhere. So committed to the sport. 
um, and her own performance. Um, she's 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 a, a fantastic person to to talk to. Uh, her um, knowledge of the sport, her her commitment to it, as I said, but but her experience is, is phenomenal. So um, that's a, that's a great addition for for supercars moving into the enduros to, to have her back on the grid. Okay, um, let's uh, look at another couple of things of interest. Hayden Patton, uh, leading Euro Rally Championship with just two meetings left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hayden's sort of uh, sneaking around under the radar just a little bit over there. He's spending a lot of time over there and um, working on his program, uh, utilising you know the his, his New Zealand team uh, to do to do most of that job, most of that work, and um, you know I take my hat off to him as well for for his commitment and, and ongoing desire to, to um, you know, perform on the international stage of rallying, which is just such a challenging game to be a part of. So, um, you know, Hayden's, Hayden's star, we know he's, you know, he's, uh, unfortunately, he should be still driving in the top echelon of the sport in WRC, but, um, you know, he's, he's still fighting, fighting along in the, the other levels uh, to prove, you know, his worth and, you know, who knows where the future lies for Hayden, but, um, mate, the travel that, that that guy does across across the continents from New Zealand to, Australia, uh, to, to Europe backwards and forwards, I don't know how many trips it's been this year, but, oh, my goodness, he is, um, he's well-travelled. Uh, still got his, you know, the, the focus here in New Zealand as well on events and, and, um, and trying to do programmes in, in Europe as well. It's, uh, it's a massive task. Murph, uh, with your show uh, here on SENZ, what have you got lined up this week? Oh, geez, what have we got lined up this week? I mean, supercars are at the bend this weekend, um, which is going to be, uh, again, um, uh, an interesting focus. The championship is, is very tight. Um, obviously, uh, last week too, Will Brown was announced that he was leaving Erebus at the end of the year, uh, 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 a year early in his contract, and, and for... I suppose basically it's, it's quite obvious where he is going. It hasn't been announced yet, but um, you know I'm pretty sure we're going to see an announcement before too long um, that uh, he's, he crops up as as Shane Van Gisbergen's replacement at Red Bull in 2024. So that that sort of set tongues wagging amongst the the fraternity, and uh, that means that there's uh, some some holes still to fill. Erebus will have to find a new driver to replace him. Um, so there's plenty going on. There'll be a lot of chat around that and supercars on the weekends um, as uh, everyone speculates on what the what the future is uh, around uh, a few seats there. So that'll be entertaining. The Bend is a very interesting racetrack, tough one. Um, and uh, uh, I think, you know, Shane, if he gets Shane Van Gisbergen, if he comes back, you know, um, with a, on a high from his 10th place finish in Indianapolis on the weekend, um, and uh, as now deals are done and things are happening, he knows where he's going to be. If he refocuses and actually, you know, puts his head down, um, it could be a, a pretty interesting w- uh, weekend to watch supercars at the bend with, with Kostecki and him and Will Brown and, and uh, fighting it out right at the top of that championship because it's, it is still very close. Uh, lots of points still for grabs. So that championship is still well alive. And, and mark my words, I reckon if um, Shane has um, got his mojo back into focusing on driving that Red Bull car as fast as he can, um, he might just start to to put things in place to take another championship. Good on you, Murph. Great catching up with you. Uh, and we'll look forward to doing so uh, next Tuesday as well. Thanks so much. Uh, and enjoy the bend. It should be fantastic, mate. Good on you, Smitty. Good to talk. Cheers, mate.